in other areas of life and you're probably nodding as I'm saying this it's kind of everywhere you know we are seduced by things and we become attached to oh, to people we become attached to our identity we become attached to our dreams of our future we become attached to the roles that we play and I think it's really healthy to have the ability to be able to question whether or not those attachments are actually healthy <laughs> and are, are kind of helpful in you being the version of you that you want to be, you know, whatever that may be, fully expressed and free and doing what you need to do, you know. I feel like the biggest one, the biggest thing that we're attached to generally is the overarching reality. In the previous podcast, I spoke about our five senses reality. You know, as human beings, we have these five senses, which are quite crude. (laughs) And we make meaning out of those signals that come in through our five senses. And then that creates the reality that we experience. And And then we take it even further and we assume that the reality that we're experiencing is the same reality that other people are experiencing. You know, that cup is blue, is it? Well, it's green to me. Um, how could it possibly be green? It's definitely blue. And we base so much on that and we're also quite attached to that. And, you know, we have this really strong impulse to just sort of to keep things the way that they are. There's this real inertia, this inertia to remain Sometimes it's this, this resistance to change is, you know, within us because we're afraid of something and it could be afraid of failure or success or failure of being left behind or failure of being powerful, whatever it is, it kind of holds us back and, and, and motivates us to keep things just exactly the same or, or it's outside of us, you know, that rules of society, rules about business things that people are going to think about us, um, judgments, all that sort of stuff. So this, all of the, all of these layers of uh, things that exist in society that want to keep everything the same. And so that's the biggest attachment I think that we have. And in the context of our work, that attachment might be attachment to a promotion and you want to toe the line so that that's assured for you because that then means a whole bunch of other stuff or attachment to a certain way of doing something you know you want to use a particular method because you know in the past you've used that method and you've been successful and trying something new is just freaking you out because it's unpredictable and you don't necessarily know if it's going to work as well and these are the sorts of things that hold us back prevent us from heading into spaces where it's uncharted territory we don't know how it's going to go but always 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 in those territories there's learning And there's opportunities for expansion and there's opportunities for mastery. And so the reason why I talk about attachment in the book and also now is because I feel like it's, you know, we're talking a lot about self-awareness. It's one of the things that we need to be really aware of is where do my attachments lie and why do they lie there? Do I need to do something about that? And it's easy to talk about attachment and I can sort of hear the questions sort of going, yeah, okay, but how do you know? Like, how do I know if I'm attached to something? And I think you kind of know there are some interesting telltale signs of when you're feeling attached to something. So this is an intimate discussion about 
what it means to be human and I can really only honestly relate to what it means to be this human <laughs> as in me. So this is these are kind of the symptoms that I feel when I know that I'm attached to to an outcome or a person or a project or a way of being. And the first one is kind of like where you want something to happen badly. You're really, really in attachment and all you feel is a lot of resistance. You know that feeling where you're just like you're banging your head against a wall and it's like, oh my God, just just hear me or can you just see what it is that I see or why is this so difficult to do it this way, you know, and everything seems to be working against you. You know, your colleagues have got question marks um, the, the process doesn't allow you to do it the way that you want to do like so many things and you're just constantly pushing 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 against this resistance when I feel that what I tend to go is mm, I think there's something here and then I need to look inward to see whether there is an attachment to something and I do use the little exercise that's in the book to be able to identify what that attachment is because sometimes having attachment is actually a good thing so for example you may have a vision to create something um, and that vision is firmly anchored in an overarching outcome it's not a particular way of doing something or it's not a particular process that you're going to follow or it's not a particular person you're going to work with so having an attachment to an an outcome I think can be healthy writing down what is what I do because I have a journaling practice and I write down all the all the areas where I feel attachment to and just really interrogate them and kind of go are these ones healthy and if they are I keep them very similar to a belief exercise that I spoke about in the previous podcast and then really go deep and under and ask why why am I attached to this what is it that this is enabling for me or what am I holding on to and usually it's something to do with safety feeling safe, feeling like you know what, what's happening next, providing some predictability, some sense of control over a situation. Usually they're the underlying motivations for attachment. And then the very next question is, what would happen if I were to let go of this? Like what would happen if I were to let go of using this particular method? What would happen if I let go of us following my strategy you know, this other strategy also is in service of the same outcome. So what? why am I holding on to this? And then to let go of your attachment, which, you know, is tricky. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. So another thing that comes up for me is fear. I know when I'm feeling fearful in my life, whether it's at work or personally, that there's probably an attachment to something that's lurking in behind the scenes. And that fear is usually, it's something about fear of losing control or the fear of losing status or credibility, you know, the fear of losing him or her or it, that, whatever. And whenever I sense this feeling in this way, it's like it's always linked to an attachment to I have to that particular scenario. And that, you know, and the third thing, I guess, if you were to think about what happens in your body, what happens in my body is I get this really tight feeling in my heart. And sometimes, you know, just above my, my stomach, it just gets really tight. And when I, when I feel that, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. There's something at risk here for me. There's, there's 
the, the feeling of something changing and that feels risky. And that means I'm attached to some aspect of reality, right? So they're the symptoms. So they are like this, 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 this constant resistance, this feeling of fear, and then this tightness, this tightness in my body, in my chest, and just my solar plexus, like just above my stomach, in between my rib cage. So that's all really nice. But what do you do about it? What do you do? And what I've learned is... Um, well, the most powerful thing for me is to just gain some perspective. And what I always do is I try and connect back with the overarching outcome or the overarching purpose of why I'm in this situation or I'm working on this project or I'm connecting with this person. You know, what's the overarching um, intention that's holding me in this space? And then what I tend to do is I check in with myself and I kind of ask myself a really simple question, which is, you know, are you safe in this moment? Like right now, in this moment, are you safe? Almost always the answer is yes. You know, when, when I look around and I actually see, well, actually I, have, I kind of have everything that I need to be able to do the thing that needs to be done. And it doesn't really matter which way it happens. As long as I hold true to the outcome that I'm ultimately in service of and be flexible in how how that looks everything's going to be okay and by doing that what I feel is I can take it just a little bit more of an objective stance and and that just creates a little bit of distance from the attachment so that I can think through or feel through how I want to be and then change accordingly the other thing I think that's really important is to express how you're feeling to be able to communicate how you're feeling about the attachment is so important. Just to talk about it with someone. We can't let go of things if we ruminate on them in our minds. Like if we just turn them over and over and over again in our minds. they just If they stay in there long enough, they're going to create those pathways that I spoke about in the first episode. And become patterns that your brain starts to then match against, which is a disaster. So what we want to do is, is, is to talk about it. And then to get some external reference point for people to go, oh man... Sweet, that's fine. Um, that happened to me, and wah wah wah. Whatever, whatever the attachment is, to have someone be able to just give you some some perspective, or even for you to just be able to release it out of your body, to be able to just communicate it out of your head. And sometimes in communicating that, we hear ourselves say the things that we're attached to, and even in that moment, we let it go because we realize perhaps it's not necessary or it's a little bit petty or it's actually not that scary to let that go. And so it's so powerful to be able to express that, um, which in itself is an act of courage, right? Because sometimes we're, we're fearful even of that to just express how we're feeling about something. I think the, the final thing is, which is the most important thing, and this is the thing that you do first, <laughs> which is to decide to let go to make the decision, to, to be conscious of what you need to do in this scenario of attachment and make the decision to actually let it go. It's the biggest and hardest thing to do because sometimes we want to hold on to the attachment because it's giving us something. And um, by deciding to, to let go of that attachment, we're also deciding to let go of the thing that we're getting, whether it's 
it's helping us or hindering us, you know, it's still a decision to part with something. And I think that that takes a lot of um, presence and a lot of self-awareness and a lot of courage to, um, to do that. So I guess I just want to also acknowledge that, that, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I tend to, you know, research and study and teach and embody and practice and learn about and get wrong and <laughs> learn about again, um, to do with living life and being a human, um, a lot of that practice takes a lot of courage and I think I just want to, I don't know, I just want to acknowledge that. So those of you who are listening to me and and whatever it is that I'm saying is resonating with you and then you go away and you do the work, I just want to say that I acknowledge the courage that it takes to do that, to go in and to, you know, interrogate your beliefs and understand your attachments and and to actually consciously work with them. It's not an easy task. And, you know, at the end of these intimate conversations, I tend to I want to leave you with something to ponder. So I guess this week's ponderance is um, have a think about where you've, you're feeling resistance in your life at the moment. Like think about it in a work context, think about it in a personal context where things just don't seem to be flowing. And then... Go deep into that and just see whether or not there's something that you're attached to that's lurking behind the scenes. I don't know if you want to work with a journal or write these down, but have a look at what those attachments are and then see whether or not they're actually helping or hindering you. Experiment with what would happen if you were to let it go. It's another opportunity for you to experiment with yourself. Remember what's inside manifests outside. So if you change something inside, it's bound to have an impact on the outside. So that's it. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.